Hey everybody, welcome back to Rain City Supercars, episode 42. God, we're old. <laughs> Nick's almost dead on the other side of the couch. I just, I feel like we haven't done this in forever. Sorry, I mean, welcome back. We haven't done this forever. <laughs> yeah, so we went on our rally and down to Monterey with every intention of recording down there. And we had no time. And We had we... no time thanks to Ashley. Yes. Haggerty, but Thank you, Ashley. We'll get to that in the second episode, the bonus episode yeah we're gonna we're gonna make it up to you don't worry so not in the way you think (laughs) and then when we got back or when after the rally we were going to record but we had some extenuating circumstances unfortunately that prevented that we won't get into that now either but uh yeah we're back and back on our regular schedule which feels good even though actually we're recording on a tuesday not a monday which is out of the ordinary for us as it is don't give away all of our secrets (laughs) We're in an undisclosed location recording on whatever day we say it is. <laughs> no, we, um, as many of you know, um, Rain City Supercars owns Seamont Rally. And Seamont Rally happens once a year. We drive from Seattle to Monterey, Seamont. I know, we took, we put that through a lot of testing. It took Just seconds. Seconds to come up with that. And um, this episode is really going to be to kind of recap Seamont Rally and talk about what happened and also to talk about a little bit about what we're going to do for next year. And we're and yes, we're already planning next year because I think that's, isn't that how a good event goes? The minute you stop one event, you you start the next one. Yeah, and planning for uh, Scottsdale coming up already. Oh, God, I forgot we had to do that. Yeah, yeah Scottsdale, it's going to be fun. Uh, Jet Center event, but yeah. We've already been planning that too. But we're back. We committed bug genocide. We uh, didn't die in a cult. Uh, what else happened on a rally? Um... We ended up eating under a jail instead of in a jail. Yeah, that was cool. So there's that. Um, you know, yeah, that as we've cool, always actually. said, and, I'll, and we tell people about this, like, Seamont's something we're really, we're really passionate about, and we're trying to create a different type of rally. There's nothing wrong with the other rallies out there, and I don't want to use names. Everybody knows them. But we do a calmer, <laughs> yes, more collective, less drinking uh, family atmosphere rally, while others tend to do the drinking, drive fast, you know, yeah, not to say that there's not spirited driving on Seamont, but no, and it's not like we're bringing kids along either. It's not like a family event, but it is something where like none of us got any tickets. There was no accidents. There was no pullovers. No, we never even got pulled over. And it's just a matter of where and when. We're not trying to be the flashiest cars in the road. Uh, it happens. Some well, you small guys towns. tried to get me pulled over on the first day. That was <laughs> the closest we got was the first day, which we're not using the same route next year. Or at least we're not using a lot of it. So we're going to kind of do a day by day recap on the route we took and. We're going to do some changes because of this, but we had a pretty entertaining time, to say the least, from the very beginning. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go back, way back. Way back in the time machine. <laughs> way back in the time machine. If only we had a hot tub time machine. Or just a hot tub. I kind of want a hot tub. Mm, I don't think my neighbors would appreciate that. You tend to bathe nude. It's weird. It's not weird to bathe nude. It might be weird to hot tub nude, it but how else would you It is when it's bathe? a public hot tub, Dan. Okay, I'm just yeah, going to say that, like I said. I mean, and I think that all, was once. I think we all know about the restraining order in Mammoth. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, first day, we're, we're, we're going to take you way back to, to the Friday before we left, which was probably the uh, 10th? No. No, it was the 17th, I think. Okay, the 17th. Anyway, before we left, the Friday before we left, the so, date's not. This year's rally was, was brought to you by, obviously, Rain City Supercars. 
uh, Hegarty Classic Car Insurance, uh, Metropolitan Detail, and of course, the one and only Drivers Club. Yes. And um, we want to thank everybody that helped us with the sponsorship, everything from Drivers Club and Amanda and Doug to Ashley at Hagerty and my brain is fried. John and... John, sorry. I'm like... He's on my list anyways. Uh. Yeah, for Metropolitan Detail. They installed our stickers and made us look actually professional, like we didn't just look like idiots driving on the road. So Yeah, and everything was spelled right, which is nothing we could have done. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Friday night we got to go up and see Metropolitan Detail. If, if you don't know, they've opened a brand new location next to Drivers Club in Redmond. Incredible, incredible it's place. It's huge. It's huge. Like, I want to live there. And not just because they have like 19 lifts, but, um, you know. That would help to get up in the morning if you just got lifted. Never mind. <laughs> so uh, we, we got the cars all uh, vinyled up, stickered up Friday night. And many of you got to see them, actually, which was kind of cool. Saturday morning of Exotics before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, and our plan for that day was to leave Exotics and end in Bend, Oregon, which turned out to be a really good day. We, we got a little bit of a late start, kind of hemming and hawing around. And we left here and went... Uh, over I-90 and out of uh, Ellensburg. Yeah, we did the Yakima River Canyon run, which is a great little drive, except there's like police all over it all the time. Well, there wasn't. I mean, you know, we hit that road and I, we had, there was three cars in front of me and basically they went by and the cop, we weren't really speeding, but we weren't, the, the cop got on my butt and followed me for close to probably 11 miles. While the rest of you decided to just sort of jaunt your way down the uh, <laughs> the river road there. But um, while well, I had like, I mean, I, I mean, truthfully, that road is epic. And I mean, I would love to drive it at a little bit of speed, but I literally put my cruise control on it, whatever, at 35 and just like, and he was on my bumper just waiting for me to do something. So, um it took a little self-control on that road. It's just annoying, though, because you can. there's so much high speed. And, and even when we were waiting for you, we weren't going that fast on the road anyway. But there's so much traffic on that road anyway on a weekend and on a hot day. that we Yeah, everybody was out there tubing, which actually looked a lot of fun. It did look like a lot of fun. But we're not taking that way next year for that reason. Not because of the cop. It's just there's just too much traffic and too many people through there. You don't want to – it's just not a fun road to travel on without any people. Nice view, but eh, whatever. Yeah, beautiful road. I mean, at least I saw, I just kept, like, most of the road I saw in my rearview mirror as I was sitting there sweating, going, I cannot start the rally this way. <laughs> <laughs> my insurance just went down. Uh, <laughs> so um, that was a lot of great. And we came out of there and we were kind of heading south, of course. Yeah. So we cut our way through the countryside there. We didn't take the standard. I mean, we took 97 for the most way down, but we did this little detour to Antelope, Oregon. We didn't like intend to go to Antelope, Oregon. I just didn't realize that the back road I chose went through Antelope, Oregon. Well, to start off, we were driving, and everybody had eaten and had lunch, had lunch before we left, and we were every, we needed a bathroom break, and we ended up in this really small little town. We were in Oregon, but what was the name of that town? Oh, it's like Shaniqua or something. Was it Shaniqua? The, the name doesn't fit Shaniqua, the town Oregon at all. It, um, it is the classic old school western town like the the kind of place where they you know, used to laugh about rolling the sidewalks up at night like there's all these like vintage antique stores selling stuff that they probably pulled out of a field and all the boardwalks are out there um and it's just this it's a very calm peaceful thing of course you know we come pulling into town as they're closing just looking for a public bathroom which thank god there was and um <laughs> We took some, actually, there's some photos of it on, on the Rain City Supercars page and the Seamont Rally page on Instagram. If you haven't uh, checked that out yet, you should. And we, we luckily found a bathroom because, you know, uh, Kevin and Judy really had to go to the bathroom. It was their fault, not mine. Totally definitely, their fault. Definitely not us. Not us. Um, 
And we made our way out of town, and Dan, I don't know, did you plan that road, or was that kind yeah, of Yeah, no, it was, it was on the route. Okay. I mean, that was what the, my full intention was to go down that road. I just didn't realize that that's where it was. You had described this road as like, it's a 50-mile-an-hour road that the corners are 15-mile-an-hour corners. Yeah, and it, it literally, the speed limit is 50, with everything being a suggested speed of 10 to 15 miles an hour. And that's the road that goes down into Antelope, Oregon. And epic road going down there. But then we get into Antelope, and we pull over... Like, this is familiar, and I don't know why this is familiar. Oh, the light bulbs were going off in my head. And I was doing that, too. I was like, why do I know this place? Why do I know this place? Yeah. If you have Netflix, (laughs) there is a series about Antelope, Oregon. And if you don't know, or if you're not old enough, there was a cult that ran Antelope, Oregon, and did a lot of serious damage between Antelope and Bend in the early or in the late 70s early 80s that you know it's a famous cult they all wore red and what they did is they went around the country bringing in all of these vagrants and things like that and they would register them to vote and they were trying to they were starting to try to take over the government that way and they did everything from poisoning the water to it, it was a nasty thing but i had watched the netflix special and it was just i mean the, you know antelope is four blocks long there's a post office, uh, a diner, and a bunch of trailers. Yeah, it's, but, ca- it's called Wild Wild Country on Wild Netflix. Wild Wild Country. If you haven't seen it, Rajneesh watch it. Rajneesh movement. Or have, yeah. I'm probably butchering that. But anyway, it's a pretty crazy story, and it's all true. And the guy got deported after this and then mysteriously died. Just a really weird story. But a fantastic road, and I highly oh recommend God. you go down it. And then coming out of Antelope, these roads were just straight and beautiful and... Yeah, there may have been some spirited movement on that. There was spirited movement. I think. I think. We, I mean, the speed limit was fifty-five, so we may have been doing fifty-six, maybe even totally 57. 56, 57. Yeah. Never once hit above that. No, nope, of course not, because that's not. I only drive as fast as my angel can fly, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but man, you got you guys got to go check that out. Just look up Antelope, Oregon, and find any way you can. Because there's only there's only one way in and out of the town. So you'll end up on the highway. I mean, there's only one major route going to gravel roads, and it's worth the drive. The next time you drive to Bend, go that way. It is so much fun. The farmlands were very pretty. Don't cook your brakes. That didn't happen until much later. Well, I know. We were being conservative our first Conservative, yes. Conservative. That's the, yeah, that's the only time I'm conservative. There was only a little bit of sliding out of every corner. It's fine. Oh, God, that was so much fun. <laughs> um, so we eventually made our way out of Antelope and down to Bend, um, for dinner and like I said I was joking that we had we had dinner at a wonderful restaurant that was in the basement of the police station called what was it, like 10 below or 10 something? below yeah 10 below good food yeah it was a really good nice place, place actually just yeah. laughing about the fact that you know we always knew we'd end up in a police station we didn't think we'd be under a police station but well we tried to go to spork first but they don't take reservations and the line was out the door so I popped up I don't the- know what they serve there Dan but, but you, you know the food. place but yeah. it was out the door was an understatement. I yeah. Mean, it was like lying out the door around the building. It was crazy. And my so, favorite thing about Spork is you pound that parking spot right in front of that trailer and it looked like your Corvette was hauling the trailer. <laughs> it yeah. looked you looked like you completed the American redneck dream. I did. Yeah. Pull a trailer with the Corvette. Absolutely. But uh yeah, so we I opened up open table and I was like, Well, I need dinner reservations and so I just I found some right away and sure enough, ten below got us right in. The food was good. It was the it was actually reasonably price too for what it was. Yeah. And then we hit up you and uh, you and Davis. I love that spirit place. The Crater Lake Spirits. Crater Lake Spirits, which I have to say, some of the stuff that we sampled there was incredible. Yeah, I got a bottle of whiskey down there. And I mean, I forgot how much we pay terribly in liquor tax here because I got one of their like reserve special whiskeys that we shared on the trip and finished. And it was 
like 45 bucks out the door. I don't know about this wee crap. I didn't have any. Um, you got a mouse in your pocket? Wee? <laughs> so, no, I think Dave, you and Davis pointed that out that, that, that existed. And he got some, what was it, like huckleberry or raspberry? It's raspberry, blackberry. It's like a seasonal vodka they do. It's God, not it's good. It's only like 35% or something. It's not too strong. Yeah, it was only like 28 bucks or something like that. It was yeah. ridiculously cheap. So. It's really good, though. And then we, uh, we, ha- we, had very, we had some samples, and then we uh, made our way outside of south of Bend and stayed about, what, 20, 30 miles south of Bend. Yeah, in, in Lapine, uh, Oregon, which was, Pine. Uh, which was nice. It, uh, we, we originally intended to stay at Sun River just for kind of a nicer place, but it was great. We just stayed at this little Best Western down there, which was fine. It was safe and clean and comfortable. Free breakfast. Yeah, yeah, free breakfast. It was fine. Um, and it gave us an opportunity to get out of town and kind of on the road early the next day, which was worth it. But, uh, the next day got really interesting. So why did the next day get interesting, Dan? <laughs> well, it was a little smoky, but let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Cause it's about that time. And then we'll come back and tell you about day two and three and keep going on. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free, but remember you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. Hello and welcome back. Four score and se- oh, sorry, wrong podcast. Um, as we continue our as we continue our vocal journey down the road of life, what was it? Day three, I guess it was what we're calling it, because day one was sticker day. We went from out south of Bend to Quincy, California. Which, and I will say this ahead of time, I loved Quincy. That's one of the fu- most fun little places to stay. But yeah, Quincy was a cool little town that we didn't really expect. So we decided that on the trip down, Dan and I did, we're going to, we're going to see Crater Lake. Dan has been talking about Crater Lake for years. I've seen tons of photos. Dan's taken a ton of photos there. And I was really excited to see Crater Lake. I still have not seen Crater Lake. Nope. Not even a little bit of it. We went to Crater Lake. We drove around Crater Lake. We did not see Crater Lake. Crater Lake was the equivalent of walking through a burning building. (laughs) I do find it interesting that when we were gone, there was horrible air quality here. And the fact that we had to go to California to get better air quality. (laughs) That is true. And we did not find it in Crater Lake. No. So we go to Crater Lake. And the plus side, they didn't charge us for getting in. And on top of that, the roads were mostly empty. So we actually got to go. Yeah, we actually got to go the speed limit for once, which around Crater Lake, you don't really need to go faster than that. It's an awesome little drive. I posted some video on the Seamont Rally Instagram page. And I'm going to post it on this page, too. You'll see a bunch of stuff when I publish this episode. But, yeah, it was disappointing, though. <laughs> I really wanted to show everybody Crater Lake and get some cool photos of the cars and get that gorgeous blue lake in the background. Was it blue? Looked it's great. blue. Looked yeah. great to me. Uh, David and Autumn, our friends, went down there, and they posted pictures the other day. And I was like, oh, it looks so nice. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Well, you you tried to, you tried to get close to the wildlife when we were down there too. Yeah. So as I'm leaving Crater Lake, the whole route that I planned kind of around this was to take the volcanic legacy scenic byway, which is a fun little road. I mean, it's a section of highway from Oregon that starts about past Bend, I think is technically where it starts, and then it goes all the way down into Yosemite almost. And so I was like, this is perfect. There'll be this nice remote section of road, nobody on it. So we're hauling butt through the forest, going pretty quick, having a good time. And this giant freaking black bear <laughs> runs out in front of me. And he was far enough away that I didn't like have to swerve or anything. But it was a little unsettling. 
I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in the middle of nowhere in the woods. <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked. I don't know how much you, I don't think you would have won that one. No, I definitely would not oh. have won that one. That was a big freaking bear. Yeah. Um, and that was a, actually a really great drive day as far as some of the back roads and other along that scenic byway, like really pretty, pretty, pretty roads. Yeah. And we ended up on this, well, I, I'm as a hundred percent of a road, I will say 25% of it was horrible. Oh yeah. Awful. Like, it was like the first was, was like somebody had seamed the road every like 15 feet. So it was like, and you'd pick up speed and you'd go around a corner having fun. Yeah. And there'd be a cattle grade in the corner, in the corner, like of all places to put a cattle grade a corner. Like, yeah. So I, yeah, I found this section of, you know, I'm thinking, you know, scenic byway. It's a, it's a, it's a highway. So I mean, it's a two lane highway, like highway nine up North or something like that. But I'm thinking it's going to be fine. It's a highway. There's a national park. It'll be pretty. Yeah, I don't think anybody's driven this road in 10 years. So maybe the farmers that live on it. I mean, but yeah, literally, I don't think it's. It starts off as what's called Red Rock Road in in California. And it real red rock the crap out of you. Yes, and at first, well, that first section by the farm roads is fine. It's not perfect, but it's totally fine. It's just a lot of the like the asphalt seams. That's yeah, all it but is. then yeah. as we got up toward the as we started raising elevation, we're going up and up and up in here and it's just gorgeous forest views. Well, the road starts tightening in because it's not maintained. The bushes are growing over the side of the road. So it's basically like a lane and a half wide. And then... But those... once we got by that, the road was actually really good. Like, yeah. like, the, like the road surface, I mean. Yeah. But man, those frost heaves or seams they had on the road, it, you might as well have been hitting speed bumps. I was mm-hmm. trying to find like that perfect speed so they weren't like a rhythm section. So they're not so bad that they're jarring me in the car. Otherwise, you want to hit them at like 10 miles an hour because they're yeah. that bad. You can't – I was genuinely, genuinely worried that I was going to either bend my wheels or hurt my suspension there so rough. Yeah, it's – It's it, jarring. E- even in the Maserati, it was a little like – I'm like, I think the fillings are coming out of my teeth. And um, I, I was I felt terrible because – if I was thinking, you know, this is this road is remote. And when we were looking at it on the map again, there is sections of that road where you're 60, 70 miles from anything. We didn't realize how remote it was. Yeah, it's and there's no cell phone service. So, I mean, you're stuck out there. You're not going to get help because we didn't see a single car the whole time until we stopped. Oh, I stopped. We, we were driving spiritedly, having a wonderful time. And I, I was in the, the, lead, uh, the rear and I stopped. And I, you know, I, I had to use the bathroom. I'm yeah. Guess. Middle of nowhere. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm, and I get out of the car and I'm like, I hear nothing. Like, I can't even hear your guys' cars. And I'm like, you know, usually you got to kind of hide yourself. But I mean, it's like, it was the most beautiful place I've ever been. But I also thought, so it, it also kind of puckered me in the fact I'm like, I need to slow down just a little bit because there's nothing. Like, I'm not seeing a campsite. I'm not seeing another road. I don't hear Dan. Like, <laughs> You know. Which is saying a lot when I'm, you know, driving at like nine tenths down this middle of nowhere road because there's nothing out here at all. So we stop at the end. I get closer to the end of the road. It's evening out. It's kind of straightening out, and we're getting kind. Of, you can tell the road is kind of getting back into this area where people actually go. And yeah. so I'm taking it easy, and I pull over because I see this nice valley view. And it's still a little bit smoky, but it's just this gorgeous and easy place for all of us to stop. And I'm there for a few minutes before he pulls up. And I posted a photo. If you guys haven't seen it, though, it it doesn't do it justice until you see, like, the original untouched photo, the non-compressed well, version. We had three white cars on the blue car. And when we stopped, the front end of the white cars looked like you had been part of, like, the, the Walking Dead. 
It looked like you have driven through a zombie apocalypse. Like it was just insane. <laughs> it looked like I had like roller painted the front of my car with bug guts. It yeah. was just disgusting. And it the bugs, the problem wasn't like the quantity. I mean it was, but it was the quantity of large bugs. Oh yeah. We were hitting grasshoppers and locusts and moths. Like everything, every bug we hit was Dogs like the size of my cats living together. No. <laughs> it's like the size of my thumb. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I was so glad I had Expel in my car. I still picked up a couple of chips, and I don't think they were from rocks. I think they were from bugs at speed. Yeah. But I had bugs on the inside of my wheels from hitting them mid-corner. I had a bug splat on the side of my windows. That was kind of funny. I had bug splats on the side of my car from them just, like, from me sideways going into bugs. <laughs> it was just disgusting. It was worth every bug. Every bug oh, that we killed. I mean. That yeah. road was so epic. I wish I could. It's one of those roads that you want to start kind of at the bottom and just go up till it gets bad, then turn around and go back. I felt like one of the, the guys from Starship Troopers. I was killing bugs and I was loving it. <laughs> I so, did my part. I did my part. Um, thank you, Neil Patrick Harris. And that so, other guy, Johnny Rico. I don't remember your you name. Rico. God, well, he had sequels. It's fine. Yeah, it's true. So we eventually make our way down into Quincy, which again, I... Oh, no, 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 you forgot. You forgot. You, you, you met your best friend. Don't forget your best oh, friend. Oh, I forgot about my Nick best. has a new best friend that he met at Wendy's so, in Klamath. We, we go to Wendy's in Klamath. And I, I don't know how to put this. Like, it, it, it kind of, it did have an impact on me. Like, we're in there and there is a gentleman in the Wendy's who is older and obviously has some... Some kind of special needs. Special needs. Yeah, it's great. He's in Borkin. And... Loving his job. He so makes eye him. contact with me and that was the end of it. Like... I'm wearing a Mariner's hat and he's just like, are you from Seattle? Do you like the Seahawks? Do you like this? These are the teams I like, you know, and it comes down to the point where we're trying to eat and he's a really nice guy. I am not complaining about this no, at all. He was really nice guy. He was the nicest and he comes ever. and he goes, he sets a piece of paper down next to me. It's a napkin. He goes, this is my phone number. He goes, you can text me for my address and then send me a hat. So I am going to do it. I, I think I'm, I'm, I just, there's just, he's just one of these people you kind of go, you know, spiritual or not, this is a little angel, you know, who yeah. knows, who knows why he was extremely nice and he was such an, you know, so, and it was funny because the minute he gave me that, he was checking his phone to see if I had texted him. So I, I still have to do that, but it was, you know, <laughs> it was funny. as much as I want to, I, I tend to attract those type of people, which I'm fine. I think he was a very nice person, but it was just, you know, my own, I'll, I'll call him my own little road angel. So <laughs> needless to say, after that, uh, we did eventually make our way down to Quincy. Quincy. And I love Quincy. And we stayed in in what was this old apartment. What well, was it was an old it's an old building on Main Street in Quincy and it's the upstairs. And Dan and I when I when I when I called the lady to fill out the room, she's like, "Yeah, we're not usually there. I'll just leave the doors unlocked." And for $200 a night, we got what I will call a like a two and a half bedroom apartment with a full kitchen. It was bigger than a house in Medina. It was nuts. And, we walked you know, in, we're like, really? This is our room. This is huge. It was insane. It was and it was beautiful. And you know, Quincy's a very small town, and and we you know we don't ever try to show off or come into town and rev the cars and stuff like that. But we came into town and we got a couple recommendations for food and ended up at this Moons uh, Moons Italian restaurant, which has to be family running. There's all these beautiful women running around there and they're just the kindness and the food was incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Yeah. So after dinner, we decided that we're going to go wash the cars because again, some of the cars look like we'd killed somebody and we probably didn't want to leave them sitting on the street looking like that. <laughs> So we talked to the girls at Moons, and they send us about two miles down the road to this gas station and, and, and spray station. So we all decide to take the cars down there. And, you know, we, we've done this hundreds of times on rallies. I mean, it's just yeah. you clean up the cars at night. And I'm, we're washing cars one at a time, and I'm just noticing, like, people are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. 
like ladies are coming up going, how long are you going to be here? I, I don't know. We just were one car in. We got three. I'm going to go get my son. Yeah. Like it became like a little family picnic affair. It was a family. It was like a mini, a mini exotics. And then, and then the sheriff showed up or, and, or the local. Yeah. So look, I think it was a, I think it was Quincy police. Quincy actually. police and sheriff, like, and they're talking to us and they're town people are coming out. And it was a lot of fun. It was just this really cool town. Like yeah, it was just really nice. You could tell it was a small town. And everybody knew everybody, it was and so much. And the, the, the cops like, oh yeah, everybody in town knows you're here. And I'm and I'm like, I'm like, is that a good thing? He's like, no, 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 no. You didn't do anything wrong. You're just. He goes, we just all know that you're here. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. And the next morning we had uh, there was a, a, a little and again small town coffee shop. Really good food though. It was like really hard. Hurricanes or something. Was yeah, thunder. It was really good. Something thunder. All I'm saying is, if you ever if you're driving down there, stop in Quincy. It's a great little town, great place to get gas, very friendly town. Lord knows, who knows? We probably left and it turned in like the hills have eyes, but who knows? Yeah, it was <laughs> so, fine. Um, that was yeah. a lot of fun. That was a, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, we did do the uh, another thing we did that day, and I, we talked about it a little bit ahead of time, and we've been there because we talked about it on our way back from when we were down in LA. We did the Lassen Volcanic National Monument, which was much nicer this time around, but had the, even though it smells like sulfur because it's like a hot springs. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's a beautiful little road. So if you want to do like a little scenic drive down to California, this is a great way to do it. It is fun. We, we, we did have a lot of fun. I mean, driving through those parks, it's incredible. I, I do. I, I encourage people to get out there and drive through these parks because see see the stuff that, you know, Theodore Roosevelt. Was it Theodore Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. I Good mean, old Teddy. Minus the egg sulfur of that. But it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So when on the the fourth day, I guess it was was Quincy to Mammoth. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, I probably could have prepared the car a little bit more, but so we leave. (laughs) I told you. I know. I know. You know that you're supposed to just do it. Um, or no, just teach me how to do it. I'm sorry. So we leave Quincy early in the morning, and we're heading we're heading south, obviously. And it was that was another really good day. That, yeah, um, that had, was an epic driving day. This was by far our. It was kind of. It was kind of mellow. It was a shorter day. We knew it was going to be a shorter day, and we knew we were going through Tahoe. Yeah, it's only a six we, hour drive the next day. But we ended up. Was that the day we were in uh, the Clover City Run or the Silver City Run? The, the, the Not hill? the Silver State. We did the Virginia City Hill climb. That was. That's that, how that, we started the day. That's how we started the day. That was a lot of fun. So we literally started the day by leaving uh, our lovely little town of Quincy, and then straight over to Reno, which I hate Reno, but it's easy to get through. And we did the Virginia City Hill Climb route, which even even with construction and traffic was still a ton of fun. It's just a gorgeous drive up there. And Virginia City and Carson City are tiny. They're not they're, they're not real. They're tourist traps. Oh, total tourist traps. But every other store is an antique or a shooting gallery or a, um, We did do the shooting gallery, Kevin yes, and I. Yes, I know you did. <laughs> it was fun. You too. I, I was laughing because I walked by there and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. And you two didn't even walk. You're like, we're going in here. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we got to okay. do the shooting gallery. <laughs> so we didn't get to shoot any fun automatic guns when we were in Vegas. No, but Reno, you, you but got oh, to well. shoot light up guns and, and make things go pop. So yeah, we did. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, there was, there, that was a lot of fun coming out of the hills there and, and doing that climb. Like you said, there was construction, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a, a spirited drive and a lot of great scenery, especially coming out of Reno. Yeah. A lot of fun. And then dropping into Reno, we were going... So I did this little detour. We had time. So I did this detour up the backside into South Lake Tahoe in State Line, Nevada. Where we... So the road into State Line, we're coming down the road. That was one time I thought I got popped. Because I came down the road. And I was only doing five or six over. But I was in this pack of cars. And David, and this cop pulls out right behind us. And he ended up pulling the car that was behind you. 
Oh yeah, that he's fl- he flipped the other way. Yeah, and we're like, I'm like, that, I wasn't yeah. going that fast. Like, I I know there's. We were on the we were on like a four lane freeway in, in Reno. Yeah, and it it's. I mean, I thought he I thought he was coming after us, but needless to say, we didn't. But yeah, um, no cops in the strip, and then yeah, I had that fun drive up into the Tahoe, which was a great drive because everybody driving into Tahoe is doing like 85, not just us, which is fun. And we had lunch at this horrible Mexican place. And then the we did, worst Mexican food ever. I had never seen a state line between. Nevada and California and we're driving along Tahoe and we're in Nevada of course and we come into California and it's like somebody flipped a light switch yeah like Reno side is kind of broken down and there's stuff everywhere and the minute it hits it becomes California it was the most gorgeous like condos and I'm just like like my map's going you're in California now and I'm like no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely gorgeous yeah, um, which it, it was so dramatic though <laughs> and so we decide little side trip we decide okay we've got time we'll go down we'll park by the beach we'll walk down to the beach we'll see the water right nope so we parked the cars and we walked to this gate and it's like what they what did they want they wanted how much to go onto uh, the beach 10 bucks to get on the beach to go onto the beach <laughs> i'm going excuse me like is this not a public beach? like nope it was a private beach oh good lord i could not believe it so we end up making our way out of Reno, or out of we, we kind of come we come back into Nevada and go back up into the hills to go to what I will call the most epic road on the planet, which is 89A. Yep. Now, if you Set don't know 89A, it it's very easy to go around it, but it is known in the car community. And I did, and Dan has always said that to me, and we drove it on our way back up from from California about two months ago. Um, and Dan's always talked to me about it, how, oh, it's this car road. And I'm thinking, yeah, 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 right, Dan. Dan's just known for finding these roads. So we, we, we parked down at the bottom and we all decide we're going to give each other about a minute gap, you know, to go up this road and have some fun. And everybody goes and I go. And next thing I know, there are four Porsches and a 430 Scuderia screaming down the hill at me. And I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. This is a car guy road. And if you've never done this road just go look on it, look at it on Google Maps because it doesn't do it justice because you you wind your way up and then you get up into the meadows and it, there's a straightaway up there that is a epic straightaway. At, at least a, it's it's a high three digit straightaway. Yeah, it's it look for Markleyville, California. That's what you got to look for. That's the road that's right next to it and the people there were really nice as well actually. Markleyville was cool. Oh yeah. I'll totally go camp there. So we get all the way up there and I get to the bottom and like I had not been heavy on it, but coming down I smoked him. Yeah. I, I totally vaporized my brakes. Like I stopped and Dan is just laughing. He's, and he's, t- there's a video of it that we put up, but it's just, uh, I should have put high temp fluid in there. Yeah. I wasn't even that hard on and it. And pads. You need pads. I know. It was I your know, pads I know, I know. that were smoking. This will be, this will be, yeah, we will, we will rectify that situation next year. But and when Nick says he smoked his brakes, we mean that literally. The brakes were smoking as he reached the bottom, and we had to keep driving to cool them. Otherwise, they would have I get out of the car. Dan, Dan goes, you, "You need to keep moving." He goes, you, "You need to take your car for a drive. Just don't touch the brakes for a while." <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then I just t- t- little tease, and I didn't know. I was. I looked. At him, I'm like, I'll just throw some water on it. I thought Davis was going to come out. He's, "Don't do that. No, 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 no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as they explode, <laughs> only once. Yeah. So epic road. Epic, epic road. I mean, to the point where if I hadn't done that, I would have said, let's go back and drive it again one more time. Yeah, so. for sure. It was definitely a, yeah, it's one for the books. It's one I'm going to do again next year. That's that one part of the drive that you just kind of, nope, we have to go this way. I think the best part of it, though, is just there's just so little traffic on that road. And there was some. I got stuck behind one idiot on my way down, 
And it, here's the thing is it's a 50 mile an hour road. I think in, in the top, it's even 60. Yeah. And then on the way down, it's still a 50 mile an hour road. Well, I'm stuck behind this idiot in a CRV doing 25, not in the corners, just 25. That would have been nice. That and they wouldn't get out of the way. That would have saved me a lot of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> man, it work. was infuriating. It was just like, there's pullover spots. There's signs everywhere. You know, slow traffic. You must use turnoffs. Nope. Yeah. Anyway. Some of the high mountain va- high mountain meadows and stuff like that up there are gorgeous. It's just... And the thing about it is, is they don't allow trucks on it. No, it's too tight for it's any commercial tight. traffic. Yeah. They so, can't make the turns. So um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful road. But we ev- eventually made our way... All the way to Mammoth. Yeah, which is a pretty easy drive after that. We stopped at uh, the Mono Basin Overlook just for the view, which is a gorgeous thing out there. There was a bunch of construction on the way out of there, so we had to do a bunch of passing. I'm glad we stopped there because, remember, I found $10. That's true. You did find $10 there. Which bought us beer that night. So That's true. um, (laughs) You know, if if you need money, stop at the Mono Basin (laughs) Overlook and just look for cash. Apparently, people leave it there. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So we stayed in Mammoth that night, and... Dan and I, as usual, decide we're going to go out and we're going to find a car wash. Car wash, thinking it's mammoth. There'll be a car wash. No, there was a deep dark hole with no light and no soap that I wouldn't wish on my worst car enemy. It was awful. I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't. Complain. Oh, and then you needed. We still we're going to use. I was going to. I have stuff with me, of course. So we're going to spray off the car anyway because it does have at least a pressure washer, which is what I really need. Something. Yeah. Yeah, and so. No, the guy leaves for, we get there at eight o'clock. I remember this now, or a little before eight, finish my car. We're going to do Nick's. We're going to spray off the front and the guy leaves. Well, no, I went in, we did your car first and you're like, I need change. So I go in and I get change. And then he, le- he locks the place down. He's like, yeah, I'll be back at eight 30. Like doesn't tell us he's leaving. So we can't, I can't change anything. And then I go through the automatic car wash that automatically washes my car. It's touchless. Hold on. Before yeah, touchless, not brush. Just the power no washer soap. soap thing. No soap. <laughs> no soap. Nothing. So no lights. It was just, you know, it was a hectic mess. Um, so thanks, Mammoth Chevron or 76 or whatever it was. I think it was a Chevron, but still, it was, you know. We stayed at a good place. Um, I forgot. that. Where, where'd we stay? Uh, some lodge over there. I wouldn't, the, I wouldn't, I left the rec, the lodge was comfortable. It had a nice, it was, it was a very Whistler feel, but it wasn't good for the cars. No, I couldn't. I went down in the garage and I scraped on the bottom. I have a scrape armor, like I said, so it didn't actually hurt anything. The stuff did its job. But yeah, if you didn't have that, you would have just... And my car is actually not even that low. It looks lower than it is. But Davis couldn't get his GT4 in there, so he parked it on the side, which was fine and safe. Oh, you guys got parking out front. Yeah, we parked it. They were nice enough (laughs) to let us park out front. But But we had had dinner up at the uh, the Weston, the new Weston up there, which um, actually on my way out of... California. We, my, my folks and I stayed there. Nice hotel, but the food we ate, we actually ate at the same restaurant. Yeah, but so the good. steakhouse there was incredible. Great food. Wonderful Probably the best view. food in Mammoth. Yeah, I mean, well, better than the car wash. Yeah. So, <laughs> had breakfast no. at that place next door that had huge servings too. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, like the baseball place. Yeah, Marley's yeah. or something. Marley's? Uh, yeah, something like that. It yeah. was. It was good. I, I enjoyed Mammoth. Um, I think it's a neat little town. I, I really want to go back in the winter. I really I mean. Not even for skiing. That's what we were told, apparently, and not that we found out or had any plans to find out. But apparently, Mammoth takes uh, takes the cake as California's highest STD per capita rate. I did not. Where did you hear that? It's from a friend of a friend who, I, who when I shared our route. That doesn't surprise me. He said, yeah, people don't really tend to leave the town. They're all a bunch of ski bumps. Well, yeah, you could you see that, though. I mean, think about where we stayed that one time, like two months ago, like 
in that in that horrible room that smelled like an STD. So yeah, that that makes sense. Um, I'm not surprised. So nice it. little town. Probably not the best place to meet somebody, but. A fun little town all the same. Well, we've only got one more day left, and it's a longer day. So let's take a quick break, and we will come back with uh, the finish-up from that. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness. Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m2-fitness.com. Mention Rain City Supercars. Get your first session free. And we're back. And but where did we go, Dan? That is the existential question. To Yosemite and back. Oh, yeah. It was a long commercial break. It's fun. Yeah. Crater Lake was still cloggy. Cloudy? Cloudy? Cloudy. <laughs> Crater Lake was still clogged. Yosemite was clogged. That was oh. the problem. Yosemite was clogged forever. Still my favorite sign on the trip. Yes, we know it's on fire. Don't call us. <laughs> Literally. That was the sign. Please do not report the wildfire. We already know. Yeah. We, yeah we are aware. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like you think uh wait, the funny thing was is it wasn't that smoky <laughs> no it was beautiful on top i got to mess with some german tourists that was fun <laughs> that was um fun. we were standing at the top with all of us and there was all these german tourists if you've never been to yosemite go to yosemite and as my mother puts it the visitor center is okay but the top of yosemite is where is where it's at yeah um but i'm standing up there <laughs> There's German tourists and they're kind of speaking English and I'm feeling frosty and I, I don't I, I don't know if I said it to you or Kevin I go it's hard to believe all this is man-made <laughs> and these tourists these people go what I'm, uh, oh, uh. I was like yeah one guy one chisel tick 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 <laughs> apparently Germans are more gullible than I thought um, I just thought you were insane <laughs> most do. <laughs> No, um, Yosemite is, it's, it's one of the wonders. I, I will say that. Like I said, it's, it's beautiful up top. It's fun to drive to the visitor center once and see, um, oh damn, what's the name of the wall? Oh, you don't know the name. The half, half dome? No, the, the infamous wall that everybody climbs. Oh, I don't know. Old fate, grandpa, I, damn it. <laughs> Oh, it's a sad day when you don't know. Um, I don't remember. I'm as tired as you are. Yosemite is gorgeous, and I love driving through it. It is a pain in the ass, and like Dan has said many times, they should outlaw RVs and stuff going through it. If they they outlawed RVs and fifth wheels in that park, traffic would move dramatically faster. It also is too cheap, in my opinion. Um, What is too cheap? Entrance to the national parks now, because they're ridiculously overcrowded. And they're too accessible. They've got. They're not at a point where they need more people. They need a lot less people to go to national parks. They need to make them less accessible, like a permit system or something. Because it's, it's to the point now where I don't think I would go back to Yosemite unless it was the off season. Oh, Capitan. Oh, well, oh, I should have known that. That wasn't googled yeah. at all. I didn't Google it. I remembered it. El Capitan. That's German for the mistress. <laughs> Everybody knows that. No, I think it's Spanish for the captain. Uh, tomato, potato. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, it, it's fun. It's it's a zoo with tourists, even when it's on fire. And it was on fire when we were driving through. Very close to the road, actually, it was on fire. But it it is something that you should see. It is something that you should see at least once. Drive through. 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. I will say this. If you're going to do a tour or, or any of Dan's drives and see and see multiple parks, buy the, uh, buy the pass. Because every time you go into the park with a car, no matter how many people are in the car, it's 25 bucks. And if you buy the pass, it's like 80 bucks. So, yeah, for every national park. For, and so, I mean, that's what I did. I just bought, you know, uh, little did I know my trip was going to be cut short. But, you know, it paid off. Yeah. <laughs> so, because we, I mean, just on the way down, we went through two. Yeah, well, we would have gone through three because yeah. we, we we would have done Crater Lake, Lassen, and then uh, Yosemite. But uh, yeah, I was ready to buy at Crater Lake, but we didn't have to buy. That's funny. I never quite matched that up. The fact that they didn't charge us at Crater Lake or have anybody there because nobody could see anything. Yeah, like welcome to the road. And yet the and gift shop was still hopping. Yeah, it was actually the, yeah. pretty. Everybody was apparently at the gift shop trying to find clean air. But well, that's the only place it was. <laughs> it's not like an ice again campfire, going to California to find clean air. Never thought I'd see that day. Yeah. But Yosemite was gorgeous, even driving through, like, especially that road in where you just drive around that canyon. That looks, I mean, it's literally like blasted right out of the side of the mountain to get in there. And yep. it's pretty cool drive in there. Yeah. Uh, the other way, though, yeah, getting up top is what it's all about. I've never been so much more frustrated with traffic that won't get out of the way. Coming though. down. Coming down. There's all these turnouts. I mean, and we're talking like lineups of cars of 20, 30 cars deep, and people don't ahead. move over. I'm going to go ahead and say this. If you're going to see Yosemite, Come into Yosemite from the Mammoth side. Yeah, it's better from the Mammoth side. That is because you start it up top and your whole drive down, you're getting a view. Like yeah. when I when we were coming back, when I was my folks and I were coming back and we went up. Like it's a nice drive up, but you don't see Yeah. Like the drive you know I took that drive. But yeah, start from start from that side. Start from the east side and come to the west. I, yep. I think that's my official recommendation. Mine too. Yeah. So as we came out of Yosemite, ways and Google Maps obviously thought it was a funny time to send us i don't where the hell did we go like well it tried to bypass us around all the cities because california traffic and it did so it put us through every farm road it could find us on and i mean farm road like this things these things were paved 50 years ago and then nothing has driven on them except farm equipment i thought i could drive down the center it would be better it was not better no it was just like a mile and a half of pure speed bumps and potholes it was awful but on the plus side, we didn't get in a lot of traffic, I guess. No, and apparently we went through some town where they saw the stickers on the side, the very nice stickers, thanks to Amanda at Drivers Club, and found the rally and wrote us a message. Yeah, they wrote us a thank us you. How nice it was the fact that we came through and were respectful and didn't speed. And if there's any other if we come through any other time, they'd love to They'd love to hear about it. So they followed our page and Gave us a compliment on our driving. Like I said, we don't speed through small towns. It's not worth it, and it's not fun. You just look like an idiot. Well, that, and I mean, there's the part of us that wants people to see the cars. <laughs> I'll say it. I mean, hey, it worked. You know, the stickers oh. worked. Absolutely. So, I mean, it was a lot of time. And we ended up way out. Because we, we ended up going through Salinas into Monterey. Uh, no, we came. We, we, we ended up yeah. way up north and then coming down Highway, highway 1. Remember? Yeah. Which is not for some reason when we came out of there, I thought we were sh- I thought we were south of Monterey and we were way north, because because Yosemite kind of oh, sits yeah. level with San Jose and San Francisco in that area. Yeah, a little. It's sort Roughly. of on the same longitudinal line, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a weird line. route into Monterey, but at least we made some new friends. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we hauled butt coming into Monterey though. Not us. And the traffic we were on, there was so much traffic, and everybody was so happy to be out of it. I think everybody was cruising down that road like 100 miles an hour. 
and nobody cared. We were doing the speed limit. I don't know what you're talking hey, about. Everybody was doing the speed limit. The speed limit everybody just happened to be 100 that day. Some, Somebody just uh, yeah, cannonball run it and put a one in front of it. Yeah, it's pretty um, great. CMOT Rally, uh, this is the first true year that, that Dan and I have put together CMOT Rally. And it was, in my mind, a huge success. I mean, the route oh, yeah. was perfect. The people we had on, on the rally were, were great. Um, well, the people make your rally. And we had I do. I really great people on our rally. Everybody was kind of open to the fact that they knew it was going to be new for us, and we were kind of trying a few new things and a few new roads. So there was a lot and of And that patience. wasn't even when we were on the road. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kevin, just try it. You'll like it. <laughs> so it was like, you know, when dinner plans didn't quite work out in some places and the roads weren't quite up to the, the par that we'd hoped, we still had a ton of fun. And everybody has already signed up. Everybody who did it last year has already signed up for next year. Yeah. And we have already opened up registration for the next year and we already have it i think i have like three spots left literally oh okay i didn't know we, we filled up that fast yeah. we are going to limit next year um and there will be a price for next year and that's only to cut to kind of cover some of our costs of, of building the rally and 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 putting together everything um, but i will say this we will have spots open on the rally and we are accepting applications but if you're thinking about going to monterey with the seamont rally or just going book your hotels now i i say right this now. every year the the if you go to the monterey car week page on the, i think it's in monterey's like city of monterey page or whatever they have the dates out there already but if you don't book in the next probably month at the latest you're not going to have a place to stay well and I, I always tell people like and people go well what if i don't go well okay Book your hotel rooms, pay for them, and then they'll be paid for by the time you get there, first of all. And secondly, if you don't go, you can sell the rooms or you can release the reservations. But definitely yeah. go. I mean, that's the most important thing I'm telling people. Like, book your rooms and, and and you know, if you need a recommendation, we can gladly help you. Um, I think this year, Car Week starts like the 12th. I believe it's the 12th. It's through the, the kickoff. It's a week earlier, which Monday, will be better. Yeah, yeah, which is a lot better. And it will. it's going to be another phenomenal year. There's a lot, a lot coming from a lot of the car brands, the things we saw, which we will highlight in the next bonus podcast, which will be coming up. Yep. So you guys are going to get this one on Friday. You'll get another one on Monday, the following. So you just only got to wait a couple days. We're going to start your weekend and end your weekend. Wow. That sounded really professional. Well, I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> I made it up. Yeah. I just thought of that. The fact that one comes Friday, one comes as a start in the beginning. Yeah. Hopefully um, Nick won't die by the next episode. I've had a rough week. You have too. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of been so, the week from hell, actually. Yeah. So, which we may or may not go into that, but we'll see. We had a fun time. We had, we had a wonderful time. And that was just the start to Monterey Car Week. And we will be highlighting that in the, in, in the Monday podcast. But um, we'd like to apologize for, you know, kind of skipping a couple of weeks. I know we didn't get a lot of death threats. But uh, I know some of you drove to work on Fridays not li- being able to listen to our sweet vibrato voices. But uh... <laughs> we have a response. <laughs> no re- Why is it you never respond? I'm just so no, no. tired. Oh, wake up, Dan. Wake up, wake up, wake up. So, anyway. That kind of wraps up this episode 42. We had a wonderful time. We look forward to next year. We look forward to really having a lot of fun and really taking CMOT Rally to a new level uh, throughout the years and really bringing people a lot of fun and memories that they may or may not be able to have without us. That sounded kind of cocky. I did not mean it that way. <laughs> you won't have fun unless you're with Nick and Dan. <laughs> You won't have as much fun, that's for Nick sure. Nick and Dan, the faces for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, everybody. As Dan always says, um, and I and I'm, we're living by it these days, uh, what is it, Dan? Don't just get there.
enjoy the drive.